it's official that Aaron and I are going to Disney World. <gasps> the the very large credit card charge was made <laughs> a couple days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so that's why I say you know it's kind of a it, like it's official, but it's also kind of like it's funnily not official in the sense of you know when you treat credit card money as not actually real money, it's kind of like I've made a promise to my credit card company that if they make a promise to Disney that they'll pay it, then you know we still get to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least that's the number. You only have that many steps, and you're not playing the credit card Ponzi scheme. Oh, God, of, no. Uh, MasterCard made a promise to Visa card <laughs> that made a promise to American Express that made a promise to Disney World. Yeah. That I made a promise to the first one. Yep. That would be bad. Um, but, yeah, so that's exciting to kind of have that thing out of the way because in terms of for Aaron and I specifically like you know again we're lucky her parents are paying for pretty much everything for the wedding there's some stuff we're taking care of but not much so the honeymoon was like the big thing that we knew we had to be prepared to pay outright mm-hmm. um, and then if people you know contribute to our honeymoon registry then that you know even though we had to save up for it because we have to pay for it you know a month early um, if people do give us money, then that's just kind of resets to where we were. Yeah. And also the other thing. So it's like, you know, we're paying for our hotel and the parks, like the, our tickets. That's like officially what we're paying for. We've already separately paid for a couple of additional things. Like we're taking a day to go to Universal while we're there. And so we already had to pay for that, like, outright several months ago is when we did that. And a couple of specific excursions that we want to do. So we want to do a thing that I didn't know existed until Aaron told me, which is a boat ride in the evening out into whatever fake lake they have there. Mm -hmm. And on the boat ride, you get to see multiple fireworks shows. Ooh. So that'll be nice. And then we're also renting a poolside cabana on one of our break days. Hoo hoo hoo. Which Aaron was very excited about. Initially, I like wasn't too excited, but luckily it's not that expensive, all things uh-huh. considered. You know, we didn't really know what to expect. It turns out that to get it, we're getting it from like, I need to double check, but I think it's like 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh. It's like $250. And it comes with, like, like it's a, when I say cabana, it's, like, we get lounge chairs outside, but then there's also an inside spot with, like, cushy seating and a TV, and it comes with, like, some amount of snacks and drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, for Disney, at, like, a fancy Disney resort, I was like, that's actually not that bad. That sounds <laughs> you know? like kind of a fun luxury that you'll definitely, like, exactly. I feel like knowing you, you'll certainly enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a nice, just chill out, reading day. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're being smart by planning these break days in so that we don't totally destroy ourselves. Yeah, you're so much smarter than I am. <laughs> when we talk about things like this, I'm like, wow, that's a really good idea. Well, Aaron and I have the benefit of experience because we've been to Disneyland a couple times before. I mean, first of all, okay. we've been to Disney World with a marching band trip and we saw how annoyed people got by the end of that trip. <laughs> you know, not everyone, but a lot of people. 
just yeah. either individually were annoyed or like as a group were annoyed with each other. And Aaron and I were still like kind of at the beginning of our relationship then. I was bouncing between two different friend groups during that trip. So like it was mostly fine for me. Uh, but I remember our first time at Disneyland was when like we were in the middle of a road trip. I was moving to San Diego. So it's like we're already in like an emotionally turbulent situation <laughs> where Aaron is like driving me across the country to say goodbye, for, you know, and then fly home. Mm-hmm. And we go to Disneyland and we spent like we go hard because we're only going there the one day. So we get to like the downtown Disney area at 7 a.m. So that we're there when the Jesus. park opens at 8 a.m. And we stayed until the fire end of the fireworks show at like quarter to 10 or whatever. Like it's a long day. And by the end of it, I especially was not like it's not like I was mad or anything. I was just like being annoying, you know. Mm-hmm. like just kind of being difficult both of us kind of were and because we we're just kind of tired it's a long day you know it happens and so mm-hmm. that's why we with that experience in mind it was like okay let's because luckily we can save up to afford it let's really spread out this trip so we have multiple days at magic kingdom and epcot so we don't need to put everything into one day because those are the two places we actually care about. Um, mm-hmm. We still get to go to the other parks, but then we're also planning the break days. So that way we can just kind of recover and be ready. Mm-hmm. But it is it is exciting to have that just like dealt with. Have one lo- thing less up in the air. Yeah, that's right. That, that was, that's what I was going to get at. It's like, you know, we've paid for all this stuff, but what we haven't paid for, notably, and the main reason that I'm like, all right, all right, people, let's start, you know, let's start getting the gifts in, you know, <laughs> is food. Oh, we're yeah. there for 10 days. And I think every single day we're doing at least one fancy ish sit down meal. Mm-hmm. Some of them very fancy. Some of them just like we got a reservation because it's the right thing to do. And they're probably not super fancy. But in either case, you're still looking at at least $80 a day somewhere between 80 and like $150 a day mm-hmm. for food for 10 days at least so it's like that's also on my mind <laughs> yeah like we can manage like it's fine but it would be nice if I didn't even think about that <laughs> yeah yeah because initially years ago well not years ago before the pandemic so actually yes years ago uh <laughs> Disney had some version of a dining plan. Essentially, if you pay them enough money up front, you were given, like, essentially vouchers for some set of meals. And one of them at the time used to be, like, one quick service meal and one reserved sit-down meal per day. Mm -hmm. And then whatever you do at that, you know, barring probably alcoholic drinks, I don't know. Uh, maybe it came with like a voucher for one if you're an adult who knows uh mm-hmm. but you know you just show up you have that already paid for so you don't really have to worry about anything and they haven't brought that back yet and even if they did it's not clear whether it would actually be cost effective it's like one of those things where you're gonna pay them extra because then you don't have to worry about it later yeah which if you're on vacation exactly but we don't even have the option so okay whatever 
but yeah uh, i mean and so far people have been you know contributing to the fund which is nice but mm-hmm. um yeah and then it's also i think it's hitting aaron more than me because aaron just got back exactly one week ago from all of her bachelor party and bridal shower stuff mm. that next aaron week bachelor party or you know what i mean whatever bachelorette I know. I know. um Half the time, when I'm referring to my bachelor party, I almost say bachelorette on accident. You should so. start saying it on purpose and like <laughs> see who notices. That'd be fun. True. Um, that's right. Who's gonna Who's gonna plan all of the bachelorette type games? <laughs> oh, someone's got to bring all like the penis paraphernalia. Uh, that's okay. That's that's not quite what I meant. <laughs> oh, I thought that's isn't that bachelorette? Game? Like, I mean, it depends. You know, there's the difference between what what popular media says and certain groups of um people <laughs> will actually latch onto, and then what most people probably do no we're going like raunchy hollywood comedy movie about a bachelorette party no that's okay uh but what is starting to sink in very quickly is that in nine days we leave to go back to minnesota <laughs> are you serious wait uh-huh. yeah next friday we head out Oh my gosh. Oh god. Right? Let's just pretend we don't know what date is today and we don't know what date is tomorrow. Cuz I don't want to think about dates right now cuz they're stressing me out. That's fair. I don't blame you. Um but yeah, that is that is on our mind. It's just like, man. And also what hit Aaron specifically what she's been telling people is since the beginning of May, or I guess technically the end of May, Aaron has not and will not be in our apartment for a month straight until after this year oh my gosh because may like end of may we went back for jack's wedding and then a few weeks after that i went back for the disc golf tournament aaron came back for the fourth of july so that wasn't quite a month back here and then like two three weeks aaron went back to minnesota for two weeks then she's here for two weeks and then we're back to minnesota for a month and a half we come back in October, and a couple weeks after that, Erin has a conference down in L.A., and in November, she has a retreat for her program at some point, and then halfway through December, we come back to Minnesota for like three, four weeks. Three weeks, I think. Wowza. So it's just really like... racking up the frequent flyer miles, I bet. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean... Most of that is just, I mean, going back and forth from Minnesota yeah. is driving, and odds oh, are because yeah. the conference is in L.A., it's not it's not for sure whether they'll drive or fly. I bet they'll drive, though. Wrapping up, or racking up the <laughs> gas bills, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Yikes. it's a hectic time. Like, it's good, though, obviously. And, and it's, I think the, the hard thing about this trip is... It's not clear, I think, to either of us how quickly it's going to sink in that, like, this trip is for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that academically, but acting that out and being like, yes, we actually have to spend probably a fair amount of time working outside at the farm doing a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. Um, when it would be also be nice to find time to, like, hang out with some friends. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like, well, we get a we get a quote unquote hang out with friends in and around the wedding, but not really, not in the way that you want. But it's it's all just kind of like it's a weird thing preparing yeah, for an event like, like where, this. 
friends like actually have to be there and like you don't want to actually hang out with them <laughs> like you just want to be able to say you did i know well, what you mean i know yeah. what hanging out with me is like uh-huh yes thank you for really making this a good thing uh, <laughs> uh but no it, it is just it's just a weird phenomenon because it's yeah. happens once it's and you you want to make the most of it but at the same time neither of us wants to put like think about it too hard because then it gets stressful yeah instead of fun and meaningful yeah it makes it harder to have fun when you're stressed yes so 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 it's just weird and then it also so it gets weirder right we get back we're driving friday saturday sunday right and then we're back we're staying at aaron's parents house because my parents have now moved to wisconsin and i fly out to san diego i think i told you this the tuesday after we get back so I'm in Minnesota for a day, two days, I guess, technically, you know, 48 hours. And then I'll fly to San Diego on a Tuesday, come back on Saturday <laughs> mm-hmm. for work. And then Sunday, so a week after we got back to Minnesota on Sunday, we're going to a baseball game with my parents and also Aaron's aunt and uncle. And then we're going to go to Wisconsin to hang out with my parents for the week. Uh, and yeah, and then and then when we get back from that, it's like, oh, all of a sudden... There's two weeks until the wedding. Mm-hmm. Like it's just gonna it's gonna go so fast. <laughs> it's gonna <Yeah>. be crazy. <laughs> but we are making time to go to the state fair, <laughs> which I haven't been to in four years. So, like since I graduated from college, I haven't been. Gosh, I don't even know the last time I was to the state fair. I'm trying to think. Was I in high school, mm. or did I go ever in college? Aaron and I went all four years in college, but also we went to Minnesota. So it was yeah. like the state fair is literally across the street from the campus in St. Paul. Oh, yeah. So. It is right down Yeah. There. Yeah. Like you almost, you basic you all but drive through the fairgrounds when you take the campus shuttle between campuses. Mm-hmm. So it was always very easy to go in college because it's like you show up to your dorm a few days early, you pick a day to go. Pretty easy. So we always went in college, and then after college, I just have never been back at that time. It's never worked out. I always wanted it to, because I miss it, but now we're finally going to get to. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's a crazy time. Oh, jeez, you can say that again. <laughs> I feel I like you, you had reason that you could anticipate that it was going to be a crazy time, or maybe... Do you feel like you knew it was going to be a crazy time or not? I mean, it's all these things. Like I said, we academically know all of this stuff, but it's hard to keep it all in mind because then it's just too much. Yeah. So we try to compartmentalize a little bit. But now it's going to start getting real. Like we're, we met with our wedding coordinator this morning because we're not back in central time. We met at 7 a.m. And we're meeting weekly now until the wedding, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that will be a good like guidepost kind of thing where Wednesdays are hopefully the days where we can just focus on the stuff that we need to do um, for the wedding. But yeah, yeah. In theory, we could have anticipated everything, but you never know until it's there what it's actually going to feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know you have stuff that like came more out of nowhere, but even so later on, you're going to have stuff that like, you know, is upcoming. It doesn't mean that you're going to be ready for it. <laughs> 
that hurts a little bit to hear you say it loud because I know it's <laughs> true. It's one of those things that hurts because it's true. Uh, yeah, it's hubris. You know, you and want like, to be able to believe that it's not the case. <laughs> I don't know if it's hubris necessarily. Well, I'm projecting. I, I have a lot of hubris when it comes to this sort of stuff where it's like my initial thought is like, now nah, it'll be fine. Like my hubris that actually turned out fine. I told you about how I sprained my finger, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on Sunday. And then Monday is volleyball night. Play volleyball at the gym. And I was like, I can at least try to play. If it hurts, I'll just stop. That's fine. But I'd like to at least try, see what happens. Luckily, everything turned out fine. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have played, but I did, and it was fine. So, mm-hmm. anyway. How's that hubris? It was fine. In that case, it was. Yeah. Like, I feel like what would be real hubris if you decided to, like, go off on your own and climb Mount Pleasant by Rick McKee and Kent Sling. Is that okay? <laughs> It's okay timing. Mm-hmm. I just like felt I felt it in my bones, you know. Oh uh, wait, I no, totally, this is your comic. This, this I like totally I was like, forgot that that was even the name of my comic, so I had no idea what you were saying. I thought you were talking about some like mountain that's actually just a hill in Iowa, and you were about to tell me a story about something dumb that you did this weekend. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it Mount Pleasant actually like? Oh, it actually is like a real. Oh, it's a city. Oh, it's a city in Iowa. <laughs> I guess my confusion was warranted. Not that I knew that it was, but... <laughs> I had no idea. It's also a city in Michigan? I'm, I'm sorry, sure it's a city Google in a lot again. of places. That sounds like such a generic name. Yeah, in Michigan. And in... Oh, no, that's Mount Pleasant, Iowa. <laughs> oh, my God. When you when I search Mount Pleasant, first thing that comes up is Mount Pleasant, Iowa. Okay. Then a couple down, we got Mount Pleasant City in Michigan. And then, because like the the actual locations are formatted differently on the Google suggestions, so in the third one down, or like third one in that same formatting down from that, I got excited about. But then it was Mount Pleasant, Iowa, Walmart. Hmm. It's America. America. So Mount Pleasant by uh, the people that I said. I'm not gonna read their names again because this is uh, this shows about us, not the comic artists actually that's not true it's about them not us we're just vessels through which they communicate their thoughts (laughs) Uh, maybe not very effectively not on their fault at all but uh anyways so we we got a we got a young uh a little kiddo well not a little kiddo but a kiddo uh who's outside in the winter it's kind of snowy snows on the ground they're all bundled up warm with a scarf and a hat and there's a talking bird sitting on a snow-covered fence kiddo's saying a lot of the birds have gone south for the winter uh coburn true bird replies oh and i just want to point out the bird's got a little cute scarf on uh Mm. i missed that the first time around but then the kiddo and the bird are walking away and the bird's saying some birds travel thousands of miles bad weather predators and a lack of food can make it a very physically stressful and hazardous journey. Kiddo says, Would you like to fly south? Fly? No, the bird responds. I'd like to take the bus. Nice. So, nice standby bird. I have nothing to talk about this comic. What I want to do, um, <laughs> normally on Wednesdays, a group of us go to bar trivia over at a local brewery. 
but I'm here Did instead. Did I ruin your plans? You didn't ruin it. It's fine. The team is still there. Aaron's there. What we're going to do is join the game an hour in, <laughs> in, in the middle of round four, with the team name Comical Start, and we're going to see how well we can do. Are we actually doing this? I just joined. We're currently at zero points in 22nd place. Oh, is this like on a phone thing? Uh, I'm doing it on my computer, but yeah. Oh. And we're not going to cheat. We're just going to see what we can do, okay? Mm-hmm. So round four, we're only two questions in, so we're fine. Uh, <clears throat> this is girls on film, a round on female photographers. Uh, the first <laughs> question, The first question, I think I know the answer, but I'll see what you can get. Annie Leibovitz had already snapped some nice candids of Mick Jagger by 1973 when Jan Wenner made her chief photographer of what rock magazine? Rolling Stone? That's my guess. Okay, question two. Corinne Day took the first professional photos of what British model who's forever remembered for a mid-90s Calvin Klein campaign? Can you read it again, or is this a time thing? Oh, for sure. Corinne Day. Here, I can give you the link if you want it. I like hearing you read it, but you can give me the link too. Okay. Corinne Day (laughs) took the first professional photos of what British model who is forever remembered for a mid-90s Calvin Klein campaign? I don't know. (laughs) I only have stupid suggestions. Do you have any idea? I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say David Beckham, but it's definitely not that. Because that's 2000s. Yeah. And he's in, like he's not really a British model, I so to know. speak. Okay, well, we'll go to the next one. Um, so when you, I sent you the link. If you open it up and type yeah. in the code that I gave you, just c- click Just Watch, and you'll still be able to see all the questions. Nan Golden's famous exhibition... The Ballad of Sexual Dependency borrowed its name from what Bertolt Brecht play that also gave us Mac the Knife. This is hard. (laughs) I know the song Mac the Knife. (laughs) I don't know any of the things in this question. No? I will be 0% helpful. So, I know... Like, Mac the Knife is a song that's sung by a lot of famous people. Oh, my God. But I don't know what random German probably play play it's from. Okay. Question four. Much (laughs) first. The first American retrospective of Gillian Waring's work debuted last September at what swirly-looking Upper East Side Museum? I'm going to guess the Museum of Modern Art. Okay. Like, that's New York, right? Mm-hmm. I think. I have no better guess. Um, question five. Photojournalist Dorothea Lang was invited to join the faculty at the California School of Fine Arts in 1945 by what black and white landscaped enthusiast? That's got to be Ansel Adams, right? That's what I was going to say, but white. it's also because that's the only black and white landscape enthusiast that i know of and i did a project on ansel adams in like eighth grade yeah my my parents had a picture of his his old faithful picture in our bathroom in mm. the main floor growing up so that's why i know his name in 1972 diane arbus became the first american photographer to be included in what coastal italian city's prestigious biennale show what the 
Um, coastal. I want to guess like Malaya. Venice. I think most stuff is inland, but like Venice is coastal. I think. It, like it's sinking. I don't even know if it, is Venice even count as coastal because it's like in the water. I don't know. Well, yeah, but it has to be. I'm gonna say Venice. It's gotta be Venice. Um, someone paid $3.9 million for Untitled Number 96, one of many, many self-protests by what New Jersey photographer? Dang it. <laughs> well. <laughs> I Before I read New Jersey, I knew it. It's <laughs> so, like, that's going to be some Banksy crap or something. Yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing, but not exactly known for his self-portraits oh, or, wait, or his photography. Oh, I guess before self-portraits and New Jersey. Yeah, I'm just going to put David Beckham for number two because, like, what the heck? Why not? We got to put something down for everything, you know? Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing because there's so there's a for number three, there be I'm thinking of because Mac the Knife is like a Bobby Darren song along with like Beyond the Sea, and they're both from like weird European plays. Uh, I'm going to guess. I have no idea. I don't know who Bertolt Brecht is. But I think the Three Penny Opera is a thing from Bobby Darren's Wikipedia page. I remember looking up uh, Beyond the Sea a long time ago and learning that it was from from a random French poem. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I mean, I have a number eight. The fearless Gerdataro was killed covering the Spanish Civil War and buried under a monument depicting what falcon-headed Egyptian god with a healing eye? Do you know your Egyptology, Grant? Because I sure don't. <laughs> Uh, I know I can picture that kind of. Isn't it Ra? Ra, sure. R A H. Is it just R A? R A. Okay. Sure. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with where I'm getting this from. Yeah. I watched one of those like YouTube movie summaries about like gods of war. So it's like a movie hmm. about like Egyptian gods with like. I think like Gerard Butler in it or something. And nice. it's like got be- bad CGI in it. And there's a point where like the people turn into gods, like Egyptian <laughs> gods. And one of them has a really bad CGI falcon head. And I think it's raw. I'll buy it. Um, okay. Question seven. Do we have a guess? Do you have this, um, like a fake name that you can come up with? Uh, I, I bet it's someone surprisingly famous, but I don't know who that would be. I don't know. Trevor. No. <laughs> Trevor Noah. It's a woman. <laughs> that could be a woman's name. <laughs> Two male names. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. His last name's also for his name. Um, Trevor Noah. I don't know. Uh, Cindy Eve. How about that? Perfect. Bonus. Well, we don't care about the bonus, but if you can come up with the answer, it's fun. Your aunt's favorite photographer is Anne Geddes, who sold millions of calendars featuring what sort of humans serenely sleeping on pumpkins, stuffed in flower pots, or wearing silly costumes? Babies? Probably. Or, that sounds right. People with dwarfism? Okay, I've submitted our answers. I don't know when we're going to hear back on how we did. So let's move on to your comic. God, I did not <laughs> we'll prepare check back in on trivia. This. See, now you know what we deal with. <laughs> Grant has brought Bark Eater Lake by Corey Pandolf. So I'm going to take a sec because I forgot to add my comments to the things. No my problem. my rogue advertisement. 
I was going to okay. change my comic, but I forgot what I had decided I wanted to change it to, so we're going to stick with this. That's all right. So we got a dog reading a newspaper and a man looking at a steaming slice of pepperoni pizza that it looks like he is not even attempting to blow on, just opening his face ready to gorge himself. Um, notably, the background on this first frame is just kind of a dull yellowish grayish. In the next frame, he has taken a bite. We immediately see large eyes, some red beneath his eyes, him saying, mm-f- as the background turns orange. He's take, he's eaten like half of the slice in one go, like a total rookie. Uh, next, he is spewing smoke out of his mouth. Uh, his nose is now red. He's saying, hot, hot, hot. Uh, he has dropped a slice of pizza on the plate. He is trying to cover his mouth as smoke continues to go between his fingers. Slightly recovered, slightly scarred from the experience. He is now looking at the pizza again as the dog has looked away from his paper, is watching him slowly move the piece back up to his mouth. As he opens his mouth yet again in the fifth or sixth frame, the dog looks like, wow, what an idiot. Uh, And we now have him take a second bite where he has another awful reaction as the pizza's in his mouth and he is now running away from the table saying hot 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 and the dog says sagely someone had an extra scoop of stupid on their cheerios today got him do you ever feel like that mark that i had an extra scoop of stupid no that those around you did oh um i'm sorry this is not gonna be a fun conversation <laughs> tell, tell me what your problem is grant <laughs> tell me uh, what happened no Who i want to know you? more about your thoughts that's why i'm uh, asking you questions because i don't want to well, share i know but i don't really like i'm sure yes i felt that way um probably more so like if i'm like driving around or something would be my guess but like I live in a hip happening tech capital of the world, and I work with a bunch of smart people, so, you know, I can't complain too much. I want to hear your complaints. <laughs> I don't know. People just doing stupid things, and then, like, okay, what, no, what really gets me, oh. What gets your goat? Really gets my goat. What grinds your gears? Is that, is, like, when you live in a community where, like, a community, like, in certain situations, when, like, oh. Yeah, someone around you's had their extra scoop of stupid, but, like, because you, like, care about the people around you and, like, know that, like, it's it's useful to, like, support people around you and, like, help people out. And then, like, ideally, like, people help you out when you got your extra ball of stupid that day or extra scoop of stupid. Like, so you help people out. Like, make sure their extra scoop of stupid doesn't turn into two scoops of screwed, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh... But then when you have your extra scoop of stupid, then people make sure to turn it into four scoops of screwed. <laughs> Is that all we're getting from you? Yeah, mostly. Or hmm. I can rant about something else. Nah, we can just wait for Turby to continue. Okay, no, I want to rant about one other thing. Okay. You know what really grinds <laughs> my gears, Mark? Huh. When you have an idea in a professional, like in a work setting, like at work, you've got an idea. Sure. Well, you think it's a good idea. And so, like, you present it to someone else, whether it be, like, a boss or, like, a slightly senior coworker or something, you know? 
and they kind of shoot it down. They're like, yeah, it's kind of not a great idea. Like, yeah, we probably shouldn't waste our time with that. It's not worth it, whatever. And you're just like, oh, I kind of thought it was a good idea, but I guess I don't know. And then you're in a meeting with that person and, like, people higher up than you. And one of the higher ups brings up the exact idea you'd proposed. And Mm. the other person's like, oh, yeah, we'd been talking about it. And I was thinking it was a great idea. And, like, these were the things I'd thought about. And they just repeat all the things that you had proposed to them. And they had been like, oh, yeah, don't waste your time with that. That's a a stupid thing to think of. Like, why would we ever worry about that? Mm -hmm. It, oh, it grinds my gears, Mark. I'm sorry. It grinds my gears that we only got four questions correct in that last round. That grinds your gears. I'm going to be honest. I am baffled by the fact that we got four right. Yep. Uh, The Greek or the Egyptian god was Horus. Dang. Um, We're also in a bad spot because round five is the visual round. And sometimes they give you the visual round in the link. They did not. So we don't know what any of the movies are. (laughs) How many rounds are there? Seven. <laughs> I think we can. I think we can be done with just this one. I don't think we're going to continue on much longer. Because <laughs> after round five, then they take a break, and okay, it's a whole thing. I'm sorry. That's okay. I like the team names. Yeah, There's some Miracle on, Mir- for what it's worth. Miracle on Sprite, Splice currently in first place is our team. That's what I was guessing because they're yeah. in first by a lot. So the reason they're first by a lot, the way that this game works is rounds two, six, and seven are worth 16 points, and the others are worth eight. Okay. And notably, you can pick one round Mm, per mm -hmm. game to double the points. And so my guess is that unusually, they were very confident in the music round. Typically, the music round is not our best choice, and we almost always double in round six or seven. Okay. But my guess is the only reason they're that far ahead is that they doubled in round two. Mm-hmm. That would have to be my guess because normally, like, yeah, there are teams that are good, but like, so team team who's currently in eighth place. Oh, click here for the visual round. We can play. Team <gasps> team is like the main team who normally wins. Mm-hmm. All right, let's watch this visual I'm so round. I'm watching it. I am too. That's the Joker, right? Or just Joker? Yeah. Okay. What is it? Can you tell me your timestamp? Uh, 29, 30, 31, 32. Okay. Monster Sync. Yeah. Two for two. Is it? Oh, they give you the date. Yeah, definitely Monsters, Inc. Yeah. I'd, I'd know if it was Monsters University, but I also know that this is Monsters, Inc. Like, no doubt. 2017. Uh, is this Eddie Murphy? Jeez. Oh, um, what movie has Eddie Murphy been in in the past ten years? I got no idea on that one. I don't know either. <laughs> oh. I don't know either. So a Muppets movie, but which one? I am not going to be useful with that either. I didn't even know there were multiple. Oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't been talking to the mic. I bet it's just the Muppet movie. I'm just... All right, Camille. Who are you in? Ooh. Is this the one? Like... Is this the one where he was in, like, love with, like, a girl in a coma or something? I don't know. Gosh, I'm not doing... 
I'm not doing well on any of these. Wow, we're terrible. We suck. Okay, there have been three that are set in a comedy club. Yeah. Is that becoming a movie trope that I'm not aware of? This is the hard thing. We rely on, like, two people to know all of our movies in our group, and it's not Aaron and I. <laughs> yeah, I got no idea. Is it? Oh, no. Okay. Well, any guesses? Joker. <laughs> well, we got that. We got Monsters, Inc. I'm guessing the Muppet movie for five. Other than that, I don't think I recognize any of them. Um. Well, we suck. <laughs> yeah. This one's got to be like, oh, they're playing a different clip. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're just playing a it's short always clip. the same clip. Yeah. Uh. Okay, who is that uh, comedian? Which, What's her name? I, I paused. So the oh. 2014? Yeah. Okay, Muppet movie, yeah. Six is... Come on. Uh, what is it called? I feel like I probably am aware of the num- what's number six, but I can't pick it out. Yeah. I just... I'm so unaware of anything that he's been in. Yeah. Like, there was... Oh, there was, like, one movie that... There was one movie that I'd meant to watch, but I didn't. I'm pretty sure it's that, and I don't remember what it was. Don't you love how helpful I'm being? I love it. I wish one of these was Don't Think Twice, which is a pretty niche movie, but I would have known it. (laughs) Yeah? And it's about comedy. (laughs) This is brutal. Choco Taco Avengers. Yep. My my brethren in arms. Yeah, most of the... uh, um, bad team names or objective team names are not uh here this week but Mm -hmm. one of our one of my favorites is potrero rocher (laughs) because the neighborhood that the brewery is in is potrero hill ah yep potrero well Hmm. we may end up with seven points (laughs) that's fine (laughs) i can accept that Uh, i got nothing to prove absolutely brutal oh well are you, we did our best. Are you okay to wrap up if we... Yeah. God, can I talk to you about something for a few minutes after? 